Baton. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton. That's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the being the joy of our salvation. Father, we thank you for every mother who gave promise and hope to her children. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this church family. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Increase their territory. Yes, Lord. Give them wisdom to seize God's opportune time. Yes, yes, Father. Yes, Father. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. As we study your word together today. Yes, Lord. To be made better for it. Yes, Lord. That we may be glory and honor to your name. Yes, Lord. For we, like the woman at the well, are hungry and thirsty for righteousness. Yes, Lord. Fill our cup, Lord. Yes, Lord. We lift them up. Yes, Come and quench this thirsting yes, of our soul. Bread of heaven. Yes, bread of heaven. Bread of heaven. Bread of heaven. Feed us. Feed us. Until we want no more. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. our prayer in the bold, blessed, and beautiful name of Jesus. Yes, For his sake we do pray. Yes, Amen. 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 Yes, sir. Giving reverence to God our Father, Jesus, our elder brother, the Holy yes. Spirit, our keeper, to uh, all of my Bethlehem family. Amen. See, I was uh, born to Gladys Jones, but I was born again in Bethlehem. All right. And this is my church home. And I, I, I really consider all of you, even though I don't know some of you now, uh, not not the way that I know you. If you sit and tell me who your people is, I yeah. I can figure you out. I still know you. I know you. I know you. <laughs> but I, I regard each of you as precious in my sight. Amen. And just because, just perhaps I haven't said it to you individually, but let me say it to you collectively. I love you. Amen. 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 Now, if you've been in Sunday school this morning and heard the testimonials this morning, then I would give you the benediction. Right. But some of y'all didn't come. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an obligation. All right. <laughs> Amen. 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 I was certainly blessed in the Sunday school hour and yes. been blessed through the worship hour yes, as well. Yes, would call your attention to 1 Samuel chapter 2. All right. All right. Yes, All right. That's right before 2 Samuel. All right. Yeah. Yeah. 
First Samuel chapter two. We'll begin reading with verse 1 of that said chapter. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 1. If you have it, say word. Word. If you don't have it, say wait. Wait. I'll wait on you. Rejoice in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord. For there is none besides thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. Talk no more so exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogance come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge. And by him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty men are broken. And they that slumber are girded with strength. They that were full have hired out themselves for bread. And they that were hungry ceased. So the baron hath born seven, and she hath, that hath many children is wax feeble. Right. The Lord kills and makes alive. Yes, Lord. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. Yes, Lord. He brings low yes, Lord. and he lifts up. Right. He raises up the poor out of the dust right. and lifts the beggar from the dunghill hmm. to well. sit them among princes well. and to make them inherit the throne of glory. Yes, Lord. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. All right. And he hath set the world upon them. Yes, Lord. He will keep his the, the feet of his saints, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. Yes, Lord. For by strength shall no man prevail. Yes, Lord. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Yes, Lord. Out of the heavens shall he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth, and he shall give strength unto his king, and exalt the horn of his anointing. Right. May God bless the reading, the hearing, and the doing of his precious and ever eternal holy word. Right. I want to preach on the subject this morning, a godly mother. A godly mother. Motherhood is the highest calling of God on a Christian woman's life. It's not, however, the only proper role a woman can fulfill. 
sometimes God's will for a woman to remain single or for someone who is married to stay childless. But it has been God's plan from the beginning for most women to rear godly children. An An early illustration of this plan is Sarah who is a model of faith and obedience in marriage and motherhood. There's also the example of Rachel, whom the Lord allowed to die after giving birth to Benjamin. Ruth is the epitome of love and sacrifice and was blessed to be the mother of Obed, who was the daddy of Jesse, who was the daddy of David, and therefore an heir of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Consider the two cousins, Elizabeth and Mary, the mother of John the Baptist and our Lord, respectively. Yes. We find the most scriptural detail concerning a godly mother. Right. However, found when we study the life of Hannah. Right. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Her name denotes grace and beauty, uh-huh. which is what she displays when God tested her faith and character before granting her a son. Right. Hannah first appears in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Yes. Toward the end of a difficult period of the judges in Israel. The time was a time of moral and religious decadency Hmm. and political confusion and distress. When the death of Samson, Israel's leadership, what Israel was leaderless and vulnerable. to her enemies, the Philistines. The nation needed a great leader and a great man. And God needed a great woman to shape a great man. Oh my goodness. Samuel was the man and Hannah was the godly mother who with God's help would influence his character. Hannah has four qualities that make her a godly mother. Now, what I've actually done, the text I read to you, I'm actually going to back into it, but you need to read all of the first chapter and second chapter to get to where I'm I'm, I'm going to really get to before I get through. But I didn't think you want me to read to you for an hour before I talk to you. Take your time, Reverend. But... One of the truest realities in this life is that you never really know who people are Amen. until crisis hits. Well, yes, sir. So we find Hannah when we meet her. First of all, in her sorrow, she's not a happy camper. Well, she is. 
the number one wife and a two-wife family. Uh -oh. All right. Yes, uh -oh. sir. Uh -oh. The number two wife got some babies. Uh -oh. And she don't have none. Well. Even though her husband loves her greatly, gives her a double portion, mm -hmm. and, and, and is very kind-hearted and kind-spirited toward her, the, 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 the other wife makes sport of her. Well. Right. Belittles her. Well. And flaunts her children before her. Well. You see, while God's perfect pattern for the family from the beginning had been a husband and one wife, because of the hardness of man's heart, that's what Jesus said, Matthew 9, 18. God permitted polygamy. Elkanah was a godly man, but he had a divided home. And his favorite wife, Hannah, which again means grace, right? That's right. Carried a constant burden of sorrow because of the burdenness, the barrenness of, of her womb. And she was persecuted by the other wife. Well. So she faced a crisis. Hmm. Now anytime you face a crisis, you have a choice to make. Yes. She could have fought out and beat that woman down. <laughs> that's what most of us would have done. Well. You know, that, 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 that's what most of us deal with a crisis like that. We retaliate. Well. We, 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 who could blame me? Yeah. For hitting in the head with a hammer. Oh, who can blame me? You know, mo most of us would respond in that way. But the second point I want to raise up from the, from, from the context is that Hannah responded in supplication. Well, all right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Supplication. Yes, sir. Hannah was a woman of prayer. Yes, sir. So it is no surprise to find her son Samuel. Is a great man of prayer. Well, that's right. right. So burdened was her heart that Hannah left the feast hmm. without eating anything well, and went to the tabernacle to pray. Well, the word temple that appears in many verses of the Bible in verse 1 9 simply means a large public building that doesn't refer to Solomon's temple because it wasn't built yet. Well, all right. And and one one of the, one of the historical this is just a historical thing I want to drop this. Many times we look at people in the Old Testament and we we talk about them as though they were Christian. They're not. They're Jews. All right. Yes. <laughs> Hannah wasn't a Christian. She ain't no Christ. Yeah. Right. He ain't even been born yet. Yeah. She was a good Jewish woman. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hannah didn't bargain with the Lord. Mm. All right. Whether she proved her spirituality by willing offering God her best. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Her best. Her firstborn son. Well. Verse 21 suggests that her husband agreed with this vow. Mm. The Nazarite regulations are found in Numbers chapter 6. And she submits her son or commits her son to live a Nazarite life. Well. I want you to get this. Yeah. He ain't born yet. He ain't born. All right. But she committed to him. Yeah. Right. But she delivers him over Amen. to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Totally commits him to the Lord. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To live the strictest lifestyle, yeah. to have the strictest regimen of habits well. that any man could ever have. Well. Well. Mm. My God. Mm. Eli, the high priest. Certainly judged Hannah severely. 
Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Especially considering that his own sons were the sons of Baal or the sons of Satan. <laughs> yeah, had some bad sons. Let me show you what's going on. Yes, sir. Okay. See, it probably can read it in the newspaper today, but it was happening then too. Well, you see, the preachers, all right, uh -oh. were uh -oh. standing at the altar, still in the sacrifice, well, going with the women, right, getting them drunk. Remind the church with that Israel uh, didn't find them, God killed them. <laughs> <laughs> God killed more of them if we leave them alone. <laughs> but our God ain't gonna let you what was his, even if it's wrong. That's something, preacher. Eli comes into the temple and he sees Hannah praying. And he says, Woman, you drunk. And drinking them strong drinks. And he get on out of here. Now why did he take that cost? You know, his son had been feeding the liquor to him, so it was it was a natural inclination that he would think that. Paint the picture, Rabbi. Now, 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 see, here again we see Hannah's submissive spirit, huh? Mm, yeah. You know, because most of us would have cussed the preacher out. <laughs> we wasn't drunk. He come in there and told us we wasn't drunk. We called him from Charles' name. Oh, and then he'd have, we'd have left and he thought we were drunk for real. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next thing I want to lift up. Is that Hannah surrenders? All right. God answers Hannah's prayer and sent her son named Samuel. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Now, when Eli discovers that Hannah's not drunk, but that she's praying, mm. he says, "God's gonna do for you right. what you asked Him to do." Right. And Hannah doesn't stay at church. Mm. But she goes home. All right. And she has a hope in her heart. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because she believed it's already done. Yeah. She believed that what the prophet had said to her had already been accomplished in her. She believed that God was going to do what God said he was going to do. She didn't believe she needed to do another father, say another word, go in it deeper, pay any tithes. She needed to trust God to bring to completion what God would do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In a crisis, the only ally we really have is God. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nobody else can understand what you're going through. Most folks yes. think you're going crazy. <laughs> but God knows. Yes. I'm so glad He knows yes. just how much yes. we can back. Now, some folk would take that to tell you that he won't put no more on you than what you can bear. That's a lie. He'll put enough on you to kill you if you don't learn how to call on his name. God answered Hannah's prayer. 
to her son, and she named him Samuel, yes. which means ask of the Lord. That's right. Yeah. Asked of the Lord. Asked of the Lord. She said, I asked God for him, and God gave him to me. Hmm. Jewish women weaned their children at the, about the age of three. And at that time, Hannah took Samuel to Eli and fulfilled her vow to the Lord. Now, I want you to get this picture right in your mind. Now, Eli ain't nobody kind of daddy. He's already messed up two boys. Pinnipus and Pinnipus. Well, already messed them up. Well, but she didn't trust Eli. Huh, she trusted the Lord. Well, <laughs> she didn't bring her baby to Eli. Well, Eli was the representative of God, the well, vicar of God in that situation. Yes, and sir. she brought that boy to God. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, at the time Hannah took Samuel to Eli, she took three bullocks. One was probably for a sin offering. All right. Because the brother Bill reminded us this morning, ain't nobody perfect. Well. You got a lot of folk who are haters. Yeah. They make their career at trying to pull people down so they can pick themselves up. Church, why I preached to Moses, I said, if you see two fellas in the mud fighting, which one of them is a fool? Hmm. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's not necessary for me to diminish somebody else to accomplish myself. Because if the truth be known, and, you know, you had one of them folk who read folk and could tell your stuff, you probably tip out of church with the Baptist finger. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Baptist finger, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you knew it. <laughs> uh, the first bullock was for a sin offering. The second was for a burnt offering. And the third was for the special Nazarite vow. Right. Hannah said, For this child I prayed. Mm. What a testimony yes, Lord. Yes, of a godly mother. Yeah. If we had more parents like Elkanah and Hannah, we'd have more godly people yeah. like Samuel. Yeah. Yeah. The word lit used in the King James Version means given. Yes, yes. Samuel belonged to the Lord for the rest of his life. Well, for this child I have prayed well, for. Yes. What a testimony of godly mother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She prayed for him. Yes. Now, one of one of the things in my life, and I have to get personal because in my illustrations I don't know anybody else but me. But uh, one one of one of one of the things in my life is is that that my bedroom that Bill and I slept in when we were growing up was buttressed against a door that came out of my mother's bedroom but that was closed. All right. And we could hit through it. All right. Good. All right. I gleaned a lot of information through that door. 
And uh, I would lay there at night as a little boy and listen to my mother pray for me. And as bad as I was, now y'all know I was bad. Don't say nothing. Yeah, as bad as I was, there was a sense by which I knew my purpose was bigger than my problems. Because I heard my mama give me the Jesus every night. Over and over again. Over and over and over and over. And 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 how she pleaded for me. And 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 and, and that was that that was that was that was surreal. That was that was bigger than life. That made me want to stand like a giant. That made me want to be somebody. That made me know that even when other folks said I couldn't be nobody, she was in there praying that I'd be somebody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then the ultimate product of a godly mother or godly children. Now there, there's a passage of scripture in the book of Genesis chapter 1 I think it is. It says that everything produces after its own kind. Right. If you ungodly Mm. You'll produce ungodly children. But the ultimate product of Hannah's life was her son. While Elkanah was worshiping, his wife was praying and praising God. The prayer that I read to you ought to be compared with the prayer that Mary prayed in the Magnificat well. in Luke 1 46 through 55 yes, sir. in both cases the women praised God for his victory and for honoring the prayers of the humble well. note the two names for Christ in verse 10 of chapter 2 he is king mm. and he's the anointed the Messiah the Christ yes, Lord. for Hannah's burden was for the glory of the Lord among his people. Yes, sir. Hannah certainly exemplifies a godly mother, mm. for she put God first. Yes. She believed in prayer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She kept her vows. Yes. And she gave God all the glory. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She gave God all the glory. Amen. Now, when I was born, growing up in this church, uh, on Mother's Day, more often than not, there was a certain song sung. Right, right. And the song says, I was young, yes. but I recall yes. singing songs with mother's joy. Right. As the shadow gathered at the close of day, as I sit up on her knee in those days that used to be. As she sung of God's amazing yeah, grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, 
but now I see. Mother was so good and kind. Oh, she told me I would find not another who would share my grief and woe. So I took her at a word and sought the blessed Lord. And today my mother's God is mine. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. At the close of a life's day, Christ will be my hope and stay. Yes, Lord. I shall meet my blessed mother face to face. Yes, Lord. And I'll tell her over there, in that land so bright and fair, yes, I'm glad I trusted God's amazing grace. Yes, Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. T'was grace that brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. Yes, Lord. Now, on this Mother's Day, you may be at that point of crisis and have to make a choice. Yes, Lord. You may be there. You may be past the point of crisis and have to be an example. Anytime God gives you a test, it's not so he can know where you are. It's so that you can have a testimony to help somebody who's going to be where you are. So if God has you at the point of test today, yeah. Then, then don't don't be stressed by the text right. because God's bigger than the text. Yes, right. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not, not only will He test you, but it will help you. Yeah. Not only will it help you, He'll hold you. Yeah. Not yes, only will sir. it help you, He'll deliver you. Yeah. Not only will it deliver you, He'll bring you to victory. Yes, yeah. yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so whenever I'm at my worst, I realize that God is still at his best. Yes. Even when I feel like letting go, I realize God is holding on. Yes. Even when I realize I feel like quitting, I know that God promised never to leave me yes. and never to forsake me. Yes. So even if I quit, he ain't going to quit. He said he's faithful and he's going to keep on keeping on. Keep on doing what he does. Keep on blessing. Keep on raising up. He said the devil said, God, I know who you are. You're the God who can make alive and the God who can kill. You're the God who can bring to the grave and the God who can raise up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Know who you are? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Now, the question today is, what is the best gift I can give a godly mother? I'm going to tell you and I'm going to leave it alone. Yeah. Be a godly child. Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. Before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. 
terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love and believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment 
and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality and that's where you can give to the building and we, we want to do it kind of just like obama did it. he raised his funds it was just people ordinary everyday people 25 dollars that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed i think that's god and i believe god can do it for us and we want you to give once again now if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts Build, a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you. So we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.